This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. I'm Daniel. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for 75 years. And I'm Tinzian. Shall we start this over again? <laughs> One of the beauties of D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Oh, today is May the 9th, 2014. This is episode 147 of Death Before Dishonor. Yes, it is a little confusing seeing me sitting here at the Genesee Gray Master Control Chair. I don't fit in it well, but you're going to have to deal with it. Because the miracle of teleportation spells, or perhaps a double one failure, Genesee has taken over my spot. <gasps> ah, do I get to recap and be the DM? Sure. No, seriously, I don't. No. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, if you are in our Twitch channel, um, then you're going to see stuff actually backwards as well because we're logged into each, other, each other's Twitch account and it's all sorts of fun and games in there. So I'm going to say all sorts of foul things under the tag Tinsian. It would not be the first time. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, DM, catch us up. I'm going to catch you up now. So. In the last episode, which will be released, it does exist. Oh, yeah, sorry. (coughs) Sorry. The party started their journey off to the Kalashtar and encountered an inn. It seemed to be a great place to be and uh, soon turned to be actually kind of like a very much an animal house with stealing ferrets and stabbing rats. I'm sure there's somewhere in there a John Muir song, but uh, we can figure that one out at another point in time. Your ferret is a wonderland? I think yeah. <laughs> oh! There we had the title. Oh! It was at least the last episode. Good. I like it. Um, Cesar, 200 points, experience points for you. Okay. Genesis. Noted. 200 experience points for you for the expression when I mentioned John Mayer and you couldn't process it. It's all good. Alright, so, in the most part, uh, the party has realized that there is a symbol painted on the front door to the inn. It looks like it was the druids uh, out in the woods, but clearly someone is uh, hmm, faking it. Sorry, your fair is a wonderland. I'm still gonna stick Okay, so the the lag is as bad as uh No, lag is great. It's mental lag. It's no. mental lag, yeah. By the way, would hey. you would you like a headset? I, can, I would. I can get you a headset if you want. I should go on silent though. That would be important. Um I don't know, do you do you usually have a headset? I am I am Tinsian. Does Tinsian have it set? Yes. Tinsian's usually much louder. Oh, so Genesee, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? That's much better. And is it much better? You're oh. much louder, and the fan is much quieter. Okay. Yay. 
My so. ferret is a wonderland. My ferret is a wonderland. I can't do that right. Need more guitars. Mm-hmm. My ferret is wonderland. Yep. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I hate you a little bit. All right. Okay. A little bit. I can take that. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so uh, yeah. You cash that up there. Alrighty, so um, the innkeeper is not happy with you guys being here. You sort of notice that there's the right, right, right. image, there's a fire going on in at least two different locales of the inn. Uh, you do have your items. Mm. That's good. Um, what would you like to do? Let's start with uh, Cesar. Um... So the um, the symbol on the door is it, is it fresh? Like yes. is it painted? It's yes. painted and it's fresh, so it's like still wet. It's almost like a, a sticky wine. Oh, okay. Like a sap or a. What's it smell like? Mm, kind of like really old wine and something else mixed with it. Kind of a what's it taste? What's it taste like? You gonna lick it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what is a 13 versus your constitution? Um, something about dice. Oh, actually, no, it doesn't. Uh, my cons... Wait, what? Constitution mm-hmm. is... Uh, I have a 13 constitution. Okay. Um, bringing yourself to do that, uh, unlike uh, what Tushar is saying in chat, does not smell like rainbows and glitter... But it tastes uh, like wine with really bad pine tree sap mixed in. Hmm. Okay. Um, and we saw it when the door was opened, right? Yes. Something, someone flung, oh, it was people coming to see what was going on and the door was coming, It was people up. coming in and just in the light, obviously they didn't see it as they were coming in because it's dark outside. Uh-huh. As they were coming in, they realized that there was uh, something there. I don't suppose there's something as obvious as a trail of of wine sap leading away one either in into the <laughs> inn or away from the door outside. Actually, there is. Mm. All right, Cesar there's pulls both. out his his he pulls out his oversized magnifying glass and follows the trail. Okay, which trail do you want to follow? The inside trail or the outside trail? Oh, there's trails leading both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're both fresh as the door yep. is fresh. Yep. Oh. Uh, what we do. Xanatar, you follow this one. Pointing to the one going into the, the inn. I'll go this way. Out okay. in the darkness. Okay. Uh, Xanatar. Uh, being told to follow stuff, I do. And uh, looking down to the ground, Xanatar tracks it to see if it goes back to where we just were. It looks like uh, the trail leads back behind the bar, mm. which has been emptied. And there are a number of wine jugs that, wine bottles, wine jugs, whatever you want to call them, that have been mm-hmm. emptied in rapid fashion and do not look like uh, they belong as part of the orderly setup that the bartender has been maintaining. Okay. Um, do they have any kind of branding or, um, you know, like burned in label or whatever wine casks have? In this case, no. They're just uh, generic refillable bottles are kind of like a growler but mm. um, it's more just for the local porting from downstairs to upstairs it's the house brand okay um, I'm going to shake them and see if they're empty if there's any of this left okay 
Um, you hear something rattling around on the inside. Mm. Rattling as though it's like a solid object or swishing like water or liquid. Solid object. Mm. Gonna break the cask. Okay. Uh, you break it and out falls a uh, large sliver of jade. Hmm. I'm going to take that jade and pocket it. Okay. The jade, by the way, looks like a um, needle. It's a needle that's made of jade? Yeah. Okay. It, um, it's it's got something carved into it, and it looks looks kind of like one of the stilettos. Okay, I would like to examine it, but I want to first look and see like how far away am I from Caesar? Caesar is now out the door. Okay. Um, I want to examine it if I can. Um, I guess for magical properties or just to kind of read what the symbol is, like history, whatever, whatever you want. Okay. Uh, looking at it, it is indeed what uh, looks to be a stiletto. When you say that, I think of heels, so give me a... Or a knife, the, 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 some sort the, of sharp the, sword. The what are you slim, going with? The, the slim, sharp sword, like the uh, things that the rats were sticking up, the needles were they were sticking uh, up through uh, the bed. Okay. And it looks like that there is a hand of some sort carved around at the end, and it's been broken off. Looks kind of like a rat hand. Oh. Wow, okay. So it's almost like a voodoo doll. Or something. Mm, what? I'm thinking of like a voodoo doll, you know, where um, we killed we we killed the rat. We did something to the rat who was poking the stiletto, yeah. as you call it, through the bed, and now there's a broken hand and stiletto in here. Like perhaps there's a rest of the rat in one of these, or something that is hands broken off because we, or you know, like I'm feeling like it has some sort of relationship. Oh, yeah, it's probably. Yeah, related to that. I, I just, I didn't, I was confused what you meant by a voodoo doll. Yeah. Do you, do you want to roll an arcane? Yes, I do. Okay. I can't because you have sanitary sheet in front of you. So I can imagine that I'm rolling an arcana, which I believe is 21. Sounds good. So, um, says so pick yeah. a random number for her to add to 21. Eight. Okay. It looks actually like it is a material component or an anchor for a spell. If immersed in this wine, however, there may be some of the latent magical effects on the door now. But what were on the door? There's some latent magical effect that's from this jade. This this jade item could be some sort of not a magical item in of itself, but an anchor for whatever this spell is that is causing these animals to do this weird stuff. Oh, okay. And since it's been immersed in this wine, and this wine is apparently what has been painted on the door, maybe it is marking. I see. I see. Um, what what else is in this bar? Like, is there water? Uh, yep. There's a couple wash bins in the back. I'm gonna dunk it in the wash bins. Okay. Um, it in and of itself uh, doesn't appear to have any effect, but it is um, cleaned. <laughs> okay, well, it was worth a try. <laughs> uh, I will still take the expensive jade. Uh, okay. Sell it with me. And I guess, is that the only keg? You said there's more than one? There were a couple, but none of them are going. However, as a benefit of your arcana check, maybe if you got rid of the mark on the door, maybe that also might dispel something. 
I will pick up the wash bin with my <laughs> my hard won strength and hurl the water at the door, trying to wash off this sticky symbol juice slash sap. You know, most people just use a rag, but okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you and your simplistic ways of solving things. Okay. Alrighty. And uh, you've done so. Mm. Well, at least it's impacted and splash enough that some of it is starting to run down. Okay. Do you have any other further follow-up before I go back to Cesar? Um, have I been able to sense uh, that there's magic at use as far as the symbol and connection, so I would be able to sense if it was broken or no? Mm, no, you would not be able to sense if there's anything, but there's nobody else's scream. You haven't seen any other animals or portals appear. Okay, then uh, yes, I, I complete my turn. Okay. Cesar. Hello. You head out the door. You've got your magnifying glass. It's dark out. Cesar brings out his rods. Okay. I believe you already had one going from earlier, so that's fine. Yeah. And what's going on? I'm following the trail. Hopefully it doesn't peter out. Okay. The trail heads off towards the stables. Okay. Cesar heads off towards the stables. Okay. You you reach outside the stables. There appears to be a couple lanterns inside that are going. And it is, given the hour, quiet. Right. The large bustle in town seems to be the inn, which continues to, in part, burn. Sure. Um, any precautions before going in, or do you just... Um, well, I'm trying to... Did I think... I'm pretty sure Cesar had picked up his crossbow. He is in his... His uh, underwear. Yep. But I think that he picked up his <laughs> weapon, so he'll he'll um, make sure to have his his weapon at the ready before entering. Okay. Just so trail intimidating. Just Old man in his underwear with a crossbow skulking in the dark. It's more so than you'd think. I'd be scared. Think about it. Even. Okay. Alrighty. So do you just walk on in, or do you? Um. Well, you know, I could make some some Navy SEAL signals, but I have nobody's signal to. So uh, just sort of peek <laughs> in, and I'm not going to, like, jump, like rush in. I'm just going to sort of slowly make my way in through the door, keep trying to keep an eye out and look to see if I can get an idea of, of where the trail goes. Okay. And by the way, uh, Super Commoner, the um, episode that is going to be released, uh, the party was woken from a slumber, and Xanatari tends to sleep um, in her armor at all times, whereas Cesar uh, was woken in his boxer shorts and events happen, so he's still in his boxers. Yeah, her armor doesn't smell too great anymore. Yeah. Uh, now? You're just constantly in it. <laughs> okay. You open up the uh, door to the barn go inside in the stables, and you find a number of saddlebags that have been emptied. Okay. They appear to be, you know, different uh, different kinds of bags. Uh-huh. So it just looked like some general thieving and looting has been going on. Um, 
Yes, but this is a, these are the sort of bags you would actually have in your room. I don't know what that means. They're the saddle. These are the <laughs> saddle like there ain't no saddle bags in my leave, world. You wouldn't leave in um, in the barn itself. Oh, so the uh, okay. So the portal seemed to have led here. The the bags were stolen from the rooms, taken here, and then emptied. That could. That's a, a reasonable assumption. A reasonable assumption at this point. Okay. Um, what does the 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 wine sap seem to lead anywhere in particular? Mm, it's kind of doused around uh, the area, like someone was carrying a bucket and was sloshing it about, and then set the bucket down uh, uh-huh. near the bags. And it's still there. Nope. But there's no. around indentation and some splatters as to where it was. Okay. And um, but from that from that point, there is no further evidence of the bucket. Okay. Um, I want to do a thorough check of the the stables. See if I can see any other signs of, you know, something odd going on or uh, another point of which maybe they exited. Though seeing that the bucket, you know, was making a pretty big mess, mm-hmm. and then um, is gone. He suspects the use of another portal similar to what was used. Uh, to get the bags out of the the inn. Okay. There is another doorway that uh, leads to one of the stalls that is okay. open. Shows mm-hmm. recent signs of use by a horse. Yep. And um, there are horseshoe tracks directly through the pile of saddlebags. Like trotting upon them? Yes. Okay. Like something was led out onto the uh, onto the road. Got it. Um, any other, any uh, other, anything else of note in the stable? In the stable, um, you find that there is two traps. There was a, uh, a vial that was set to, within the um, part of the bags. If the bags were disturbed roughly, would have fallen mm-hmm. over, and there was some sort of chemical reaction that would have gone off. Sort of a, uh, a chem bomb. Okay. Um, is that something I could plug up and keep? Mm. Or is it too volatile? You know, right now, on for your situation, you'd probably treat it as too volatile. But okay. if you came back to it, 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 it would clearly do a lot of damage. Is there a way to make it so that nobody else is going to disturb it? You'd have or? to try and figure out a way to lock up the, the barn. Okay. All right. Fuck it then. Anything else? Okay. <laughs> It then. <laughs> you also find drop that in. You also find that the uh, lock to the stall that's open had a poison needle inserted in in the lock. Hmm. Somebody okay. opened it and then something got slid in in case somebody tries to inspect. You mm-hmm. almost missed it, but there was enough of it that glinted that kind of caught your eye for things. Okay. Also inside there are a number of dead ferrets. How many? Seventeen. No, not really. But there's uh, about seven. Be kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, how are, do, is it easy to tell how they were killed? Are they just dead? Do they have? Are they cut up? Are they stabbed? Are they? Are their necks snapped? Necks snapped. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Um, the poison needle. I'll either trip it or like smash it to 
make it so that nobody gets stabbed by it. Okay, you, it's actually you could pull it out if you need okay. it. It's, it's just going like to slid into, if someone tries to muck with it, they'd get stuck with it, but you can probably get it out fine enough. Okay, I'll All do right. that. And then um, I want to follow the tracks to at very least, the horseshoe tracks, to see if I can at least get an idea of the direction of the horse. It is towards the Kalash Tar. Okay. It's, and and I'm, I'm assuming they increase to the distance between them indicates probably a a decent amount of speed. Yes. Okay. Um, however, roll a perception. Seven plus eighteen is seven plus eighteen. Okay. Twenty-five. Further up on the rise, um, it is only a quarter quarter moon. Okay. Crescent moon type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Waning gibbous. Sure. You think that later on, that further on down the road, there is um, there's a rise off in the distance. You think you see a shape or something moving against the uh, semi moonlit sky and the dark of the the woods and so forth surrounding it. Okay. Um, fortunately, maybe if he was by himself, maybe take chase, but he's going to want to tell Xanatari what's going on, so. Um, just going to uh, make his way back into the inn to see what Xanatari found at her end of the trail. Okay. As you're going in, by the way, you catch an odor that is similar to um, an incense that was burning at the Druid camp. Hmm. Okay. Something very earthy. Patchouli. Mm. <laughs> yes, patchouli. Well, I don't know if I should say necessarily incense, but there's something very earthy. Very loamy. Okay, just a similar scent. Got it. Yep, so. Cool. Um, sanitary. Yep. You've done some mild cleaning. You have smashed some stuff. I feel you satisfied. Yeah. Been a good night. Uh, place is still kind of burning. You got places to be. Things. Hey now, to hey, do. is this the second inn that's burned down with us, Scissor? Mm-hmm. It hasn't burned the whole way down. It's probably more. Okay. It'll get there eventually. <laughs> Realizing this fact suddenly and slightly guilty, Zantari makes sure she has her stuff and follows the trail that Scissor has already set out on. Okay. Then you would uh, encounter Scissor in short order, heading out the door, <laughs> coming back towards you. Okay. What did you find, old man? Well, uh, this, uh, this trail seems to... It, it led out to the stables, where uh, it, it seems that the, um, the, the, some of the bags that were pilfered from the, uh, the inn were collected. Uh, they were ransacked and mostly empty. Uh, and uh, it seems that someone left very recently on a horse, and I think I got a glimpse of them up on the, the rise of the hill over there uh, towards the... Uh, the, you know, in the direction that we've been heading. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also uh, uh, a few uh, dead ferrets uh, with snap necks, uh, and there was a few traps set just to prevent people like me from, you know, coming along behind. Uh, that's uh, about it. So it seems that whoever set this up uh, uh, painted this symbol on the door, headed back to the stables, uh, collected the, the loot, and rode off. 
Did you catch a glimpse of him? You said you saw... What, what kind of features did he have? I only saw a shape. I, I know that uh, whoever it was, or whatever it was, rode out on a horse. Uh, but it's it was far enough away, and it's uh, it was it was silhouetted by uh, by the moon. So I just saw. Uh, I, I'm I'm only assuming it was it was the same individual. It was a man. I have no idea. Okay, you saw a a figure that looked human. I saw away on a, a moving horse. a moving shape on the top of that hill over there, moving uh-huh. about the same speed as someone riding a horse quickly away would seem to be. <laughs> okay. Um. What's your theory about the ferrets? Do you think that they recovered the stolen goods that they were after in our rooms from various other places and perhaps were disposed of? Seems like they were basically used as tools, and I don't know if someone's, I guess, maybe has something against them and wanted to kill them afterwards as a bit of a, a sadistic streak. I, I'm not sure. Maybe he enjoys snapping their necks or... Maybe he doesn't want 17 ferrets running around where he is. I can understand I, that. I mean, you could have just let him go. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> I don't know what his problem Good point. is. Good point, Tess. <laughs> Doesn't have to bring them along on the horse. <laughs> All right, you sit here. You sit here. Yes, well, are there any more horses left? Uh, well, there's uh, uh, there are our mounts, I'm sure, unless they're dead somewhere. I, I didn't check. Well, let's go follow this figure, because we have nothing else to do here except to get in trouble by the innkeeper, and I'm sure that the town is going to rise up against us at some point soon because they're looking for someone to blame. All right, you get you get our uh, mounts ready. I'm going to go put some clothes on, and I'll meet you back here. A wise, wise choice. By the way, the for those listening in the stream who are who are regulars, uh, Freddy the Co. GM has shown up and is uh, probably falling asleep in my lap. So don't mind the purring. The purring will commence, no doubt. Uh, Sanitari, heading out towards the barn and stables, you find that your mounts are indeed alive, in mm-hmm. the case of Caesars, Still not alive, but appear to be mechanically functioning. And, well, there's one other issue. Where's Winter? Yeah, well, there's that. And also, you do have the ability to ask a question of the dead, don't you? Yes. Is there a dead person here, besides the ferrets? I don't know if you want to talk, try talking to a ferret. I really don't want to talk to the ferrets. Okay. <laughs> she was the one that killed him. <laughs> well, I mean, there is a dead person in the inn, and I could resurrect him and ask the question, but my concern right now is Winter. So you had said before Winter was enchanted and barking at the wall, and that it was broken once the ferret, rat, whatever it was, was yep. eliminated. My assumption was the ferret that uh, Winter followed me, but now I'm not seeing him here, so... Concerned, I'm going to go back to the end looking for Winter. Okay. Um, you find Winter um, back behind the bar, lapping up water. Seri- okay, bases. thank you, because could have been worse. Okay. And uh, seems quite pleased to see you and starts to follow you wherever you're going. Okay. Well, now that the DM has indicated this is a good idea, Cesar, so I, I'm going to call Cesar to me. Um, I know he told me to get the horses ready. I'm going to say, Cesar, uh, the dead man on the bed, when we were discussing this, things with the innkeeper, he was stabbed. Uh, he may or may not have seen something, considering he was asleep. But do you think it's worth discussing uh, his his death with him? Um, let's see. Um, Cesar would go over to the man and inspect his wound. See where he got stabbed? 
So I thought it was underneath the bed up through, it was his, up back. through his back. I'm just... thinking, like, what's the use in talking to a dead person who got stabbed in the back? He'll be very. I, I don't think he'll much have much have much to say. He may have some weird dream that I probably don't want to hear, <laughs> and then he won't remember anything. That's my guess. So I think we should get going. Um, Cesar, roll a perception, please. Natural one. Eight. Okay. I am going to hold on to that, but um, the garb that you, as you're inspecting the guy, you notice that uh, he is perhaps some sort of either animal merchant or animal trainer. Hmm. Perhaps even a druid. Okay. Someone who had a real thing for ferrets, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I really want to know. All right. Well, that that might explain where the uh, whoever this was found an abundance of of rodents to command. I mean, I I, I, I guess we could assume a few different things with that. Um, perhaps if those were his, maybe whoever this other individual was stole them and used them for his dastardly deeds, or maybe they were working together, and then this one was betrayed. So, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I, d- I think the important thing is probably just, you know, leaving and, and trying to find the person who's alive. I don't know if, if the dead ferrets are... I don't know. How important do you think that is? I, I, how long does it take for you to do this weirdness? Well, I can only do it once a day, and that's that's the only thing that's holding me back, because if we run into someone else or we happen to kill the person we're chasing, we will never have the answers. All right, then let's go. Okay. Okay. Um, so where are you going now? Back to the stables. To mount Back up. to my room. Okay. Assuming it's not covered in... Um, Zenitary. Winter is sniffing around the uh, saddlebags that are on the ground. Mm-hmm. And you're hearing sort of like a sound of uh, leather hitting against glass or pottery. Leather hitting against glass or pottery. Have I, do I, am I carrying pottery or anything that would be that so, sound? So, so it's, it's not like your bags. It sounds like there's something under the saddlebags that... Ah, uh, like making it move. Because right. winter's sniffing around the things, and as the nose is sticking in, there's the sound of, you know, it's shifting the bags against something. All right, well, I'm going to investigate. Okay. So I could roll something, but I don't have dice, so. Yep. Perception. Roll for you if you want. Uh, what is it, my perception? Like, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's like 23, 25, or something like that. Let's go 25 just for. All right. I rolled an 11 for you. <clears throat> Um, there is a unstoppered bottle mm-hmm. that appears to be uh, wedged in between the saddlebag that is laying flat on the ground and two others um, that are, again, covered by further saddlebags. Okay, does this bottle look like it's carrying the substance that was painted on the door, or is this completely different? This is completely different. <sighs> Man, more un- unknown bottles. Cesar hasn't told you about the trap. Uh-huh. Are there any more? We haven't... There's no live ferrets, like, at all. They're all dead. 
this the thing like living? Nope. All right. Sounds so glad, ferret hater. I was gonna make the ferrets test it. So, see, <laughs> you want to test his answer? Says so is not there. He's getting dressed. Right. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I'll take him. The dead ferrets or the bottle? Yeah, I will not take. You know what? I will take the dead ferrets too. Okay. I will take them all. Because okay. I would like a cloak of ferrets. Make a hand cozy? Yes, I would like a, a ferret muff. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a thing. Probably is a thing. You never know. It could be another memory you could share. <laughs> I'm going to bring them back <laughs> to the color star. The day we killed... The day we skinned 16 okay. ferrets. We're we'll just use them. The entire collective. You don't have to skin them. Just shove your hand, one hand in each end. Oh, God. <laughs> God! It's like a bad Kermit the Frog. Hey, everybody! <laughs> Let me tell you the story <laughs> of these things. I'm Handy the Ferret. Alright, so uh, do you stop Winter from sniffing around or, and just get the, the animals out or what? Um, yeah. I mean, I just tell him to... I'll, I'll do the whole dog command thing. Like, Winter, heal. And Winter duly obeys and goes along and grabs the... Uh, comes up next to you, heals up, and you are able to get the mounts out as you wish, the, including the mechanical squirrel. Okay. Caesar's, Caesar's mount, for some reason, does follow you. And Clyde was stupid enough that he didn't get stolen. Mm, yeah, nothing seems to be wrong with Clyde. Nothing's... How could you tell? Well, you know, even if he was charmed, he's still not all that, that capable of doing much of anything other than moving, so... Okay. Okay, well, I shall take the mounts outside and wait for Caesar. Okay. Um, as you do, you... Uh, and you're passing along because I hold uh, the fun information. Clyde kind of goes by and kicks at the um, packet of... Uh, crap, what's the word? Saddlebags. Mm -hmm. It is late in the day. Damn it. Um, disturb the saddlebags a bit, and you hear kind of this crunch tinkle of glass. But okay. You're able to exit the um, exit the stable before the window, two windows down from you, suddenly burst open and a shower of sparks and flames come roaring out the window. Uh, wait, whoa, sorry. A shower of sparks and flames come roaring out the window as we're walking away. Say that again? Yep. Basically okay. like a, a blow toward, you know, a flamethrower is now shooting out of the window of the... Okay, wow. <sighs> I'm sorry. There appears to be messages that I'm supposed to be responding to, and I'm not, because I don't have that window portion open. Um, no, uh, chat is saying that GM's quiet. I'm just double-checking to see if that's only super common or that's having an issue, or if it's, it's uh, <laughs> going through the entire chat as far as agreement. Okay. Um, so can people hear me or can people not hear me? And I'm now wondering who the super I am is dying to I'm know in, and I will hurt you on Wednesday. Because, you know, if it, if it is Michelle, that's awesome. 
if it's max, that's awesome. But I don't. No, think max is max. far too polite for max. But you know, I max don't. Is far know too polite. Go. My ferret is a wonderland. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, um, so you're able to get the mounts out. It mm-hmm. appears now that the barn is on fire, the stable. Right. right. And uh, Cesar comes out uh, dressed. Okay. Then let us go. All right, I've got all my things. Let's, uh, let's head out. I don't know if we'll be able to catch him or her or it, but uh, we can certainly uh, give the old college try. Okay. Sure. Um, it's night out. I know one of you does not have night vision. <clears throat> Me, I don't. Do you have Bert? Or are you going to do anything with Bert? You know what? That's a great idea. It's dark out, and I'm going to follow Cesar. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to bring out Bert and let him orbit around my head so that I have my chaos orb available to see. Okay. You said there was some moonlight, right? Yeah, but, you know, it's not like... Just saying. Great for the road. Just want to be a great target while riding through the woods. With a giant glowing orb around my head. Mm-hmm. Your goggles would have plenty of light, though. Mm-hmm. Ambient light. Or I don't know if you've built in headbeams into the squirrel mount yet. The mechanical squirrel mount. Yes, <laughs> folks, in the chat channel, he has a mechanical squirrel mount. It's a squirrel. We are that loose with the rules. <laughs> what rules? Uh, exactly. <laughs> I think the fact that we start at nine is about our only rule. <laughs> That's kind of true. We ended up with a train as well. Remember that? That's not canon. Not canon. Not canon, but still go back and listen <laughs> to the Christmas episode. Death before dishonor.com. There's our plug for the day. All, All right. right. Um, heading out into the woods. You guys are following the path or taking an alternative route uh, just for the hell of it? As directly as, I would say, as directly as we can towards. I'm assuming this person was on the road. If not, whatever direction they went. Yeah. Um, you were able to take off riding and uh, encountered nobody on the road until the start of false dawn. I'm going to have Bert uh, fly ahead of us kind of down toward the road so we can follow tracks more efficiently. Okay. Uh, it's a pretty busy road. Traffic-wise. So you can kind of tell that there's been other horses on here, but there's nothing exactly definite. Okay. You just got to assume. Yeah. And if, and if not, we're heading the way we wanted to go anyway. Can I um do any sort of like, uh, I mean, with, I don't know if, if I'm within five squares or not, but I'm going to try to listen for like mental noise, see if I can detect any sort of... It's probably Corvus. That's probably who it was. Freaking Corvus. Actually, yes. Come to think of it, um, there have been a couple occasions now that you sort of settle your mind and, and things where you've actually been, the course of the uh, last episode and this one, finding yourself, asking yourself questions and giving yourself answers, sort of like you're running through a mental checklist of things. Uh-huh. And... You realize you don't have much of a good excuse as to why your mind would be wandering so much. Okay, so I'll pay attention to this. What is my mind wandering to? Oh, it was just sort of like, who am I? 
Where am I going? Existential crisis? Why am I going there? Who's your friend? Says I'm screwed. Do you guys have items of in the bucket, Cesar. Uh, okay. Just, just, sort, just sort of, you know, really odd stuff that your brain would be trying to keep track of. Okay. Uh, is there a directional sort of indicator for this using, or is it just completely internal? No, it's just sort of you realize that you'd been doing it sort of in the back, in the back of your mind. Um, but now that you're actually taking a moment to focus, uh, you're remembering that aspect. On the mm-hmm. plus side, though, you do feel at occasional spots along the road that you are being watched. That's the plus side? That's the plus side. Okay. In sort of st- typical scary road fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as seeing someone, if you are trying to feel a mental attack directly against you, no. Um, there's a couple animals that you, as you go wandering by, display a slight measure of intelligence. Okay. But it's still just sort of the crafty animal things. A bunch of foxes and... Gotcha. My bastion of mental clarity is not coming on. No. But, um, you guys do go riding past a, a bear. Comes out of the woods and, um, does not charge you. But uh, at the same time, it's sort of kind of a surprise to see a, a, bear? a bear out this way. Okay. Okay. It is now nearing true dawn. Mm-hmm. And getting brighter. Judging from Xanatari's maps that she's had in the past, you're about uh, halfway at this point towards the next way station. Okay. Halfway to the next way station. And we haven't seen any signs uh, of this character that we're chasing so far. Mm, there are a couple times where you think you see some movement on the road further ahead, like, you know, there'll be a rise or uh, some mm-hmm. of those ways you think you see something moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you're looking forward... You hear the sounds of uh, what appear to be a horse um, coming up from behind you, just sort of at a at a walking. Walk. Coming up behind us. Yes. Okay. Scissor. Mm-hmm. I hear the sound of a horse behind us. It doesn't seem to be in a hurry. Prepare yourself. Okay, Cesar turns around and looks behind us. Okay. You see uh, down the road there is a figure riding a horse. There's a wide brim hat kind of covering the, the head, and the person looks like they are just sort of cantering along. I'm sorry, just moving along, and the guy may be asleep in the, in the, the reins. Is it the farmer from the field? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> the movement of it, however, since you bring it up, actually does seem kind of similar. Slow and boring. To the farmer in the field. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Xanatarian, let's keep moving forward, but at a pace at which this guy behind us catches up to us super slowly. So it takes, like, a long time. How right? about we stretch it out for the next three <laughs> hours, because the anticipation is just amazing. <laughs> no. Um, um, so it seems a little odd, though. Yep. Right? All right. Um, yeah, that, that doesn't look uh, quite right. I don't know that we're catching up to this uh, person in front of us. Maybe we should uh, slow down and, and let this this uh, this character catch up to us and, and see what might be going on here. Okay. Zantari um, will slow down and even pull over to the side of the road and at some point maybe even stop and face this person once they get within, uh, I don't know, 20 feet. Put your blinkers on. Okay. Beep, beep, beep. Um, moving to the side of the road, it's about three or four minutes before the figure comes up near you. Mm-hmm. It is... The the horse itself is bearing a very large wound. Err. Uh. As, as if it has been stabbed or blasted. Mm-hmm. And um, you notice from the jerking motion that it's... Not walking properly. Uh, okay. The eyes themselves are kind of clouded over. And every once in a while, some blood comes out of the uh, the horse's mouth. Gross. Yeah, it's kind of like frothy. The figure that is on the horse mm-hmm. um, is appears to be tied to the horse. Uh, okay. And is bleeding. Okay. What kind of figure? Like, descriptions? Um, humanoid. Probably uh, older adults. Somewhere in the 40 to 50 year old range. Mm-hmm. Um, face is blocked by the hat. Clearly a farmer or some sort. Um, versus a standard messenger. Looks sort of like the horse is a draft horse. Okay. Um, the entire will get off of her horse and rush over to the figure. Okay. The horse stops and starts to fall down. Okay. The figure is, is tied in, so it's falling with, and as it's falling, um, you hear the gurgling, sort of like the... Yeah. Or whatever you hear, this gurgling, it's not human. That you oh, see. The figure is yes. not human. Okay. No, no, no. The what? What you, what you, you hear, hear? You hear words. It says. It's not human. That's what it says. Not human. <gasps> and just kind of like that gurgling of just finally air passing. And it passing dies. Out. Yeah. The person dies. So okay. Both, both are. Both are dead, but. Uh, All right. It was clearly some, some effort. Okay. Zantar is going to back away because uh, this is disturbing in a great manner. And uh, I just guess look for some visual cues. This person looks like they're from, you know, they're humanoid, they're they're human, they're from the town we just passed, or they're like a, a person from a distant land. What kind of like cues can I see? As very, far as, like, very local. Um, there were a couple farmsteads that you've passed along the way. And uh, would probably be someone from this local area. Okay. Um, as much as I want to stop and bury this guy, I think we need to move on quick if we're going to catch this non-human figurine figure. 
Figurine. Figurine. It's a jade guy a riding on a horse. So the question is, is would you like to fast forward or would you like to... I think we should fast forward to slightly before we meet the figure because... Unless something happens in between. Uh, unless, unless... Yeah. We're going to keep doing this. They have a random mob encounter because we uh, have probably an hour episode now and it would probably be good to wait until next time for that sort of thing. Right. Um, we're coming up, coming up near an hour, but, uh, I just wanted to find out what you guys were looking to do because you actually do keep riding and trying to chase down whatever this might be, mm -hmm. but your chase does eventually take you past a few way stations where you're able to get some rest and whatever, but soon you do find yourself in near the lands of the Kalosh Tar. Mm -hmm. At those, at those way, way stations, does anybody... I would Cesar would probably ask, you know, at, you know, at least generally to see if there's any signs of this non-human that we're chasing. There's no additional reports of weird happenings at the inns or whatever, but okay. people sort of look at it like, you know, you're on the streets in New York, nobody really pays attention to the traffic, it's just there. Yeah. So, you know, did people pass through? Sure, but nobody's really kind of looking. No mass theft or killings or nope, anything nothing. like that. Yeah. Nothing along those lines. Um, no, no piles of ferrets dead found at the tables. Nope, nope, nope. Just nope. a few mongoose. In fact, it looks like uh, the remainder of the trip is rather civilized in terms of the lack of either crime or issues on the way. Okay. So, with that, I guess uh, Zanatari, go ahead and take us out. Uh, thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Find us on Twitter at deathd4 or listen on iTunes. Stay tuned for next week where we will continue our travels at 9pm on twitch.tv slash genesee. And uh, if you're following any of our social media channels, you'll find that as well. You can always find us on Facebook as well. Uh, and if you're new to the channel, please subscribe.